Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to High Vibe It. We are so excited to have you here for another awesome episode. I'm here with my co-host, Lindsay. She's also one of my besties. And we've literally been talking for the last 30 minutes about stuff that's totally not related to the show because we're just excited to share with each other because we love each other and that's what we do. And if you're like, oh my God, that's so cute. I want to see it. Then go to the Patreon because that's where we post all the longer You just went from episodes. zero to 60. Like I'm just trying to keep up with how many words are coming out of your mouth at this time. I know. What a Monday. I just just get so excited because I I just love our show and I love what we talk about and I love being friends and I just love the whole thing. And then when I get excited, I get very squeaky and (laughs) and I start talking very fast. (laughs) So much to say though. And she's right. If you guys do want extended episodes and bonus content, go to Patreon. We have a thriving community there already and we are very excited to add you next. Wow, that was intense. I liked it. Thank you. (laughs) So today's topic of intrigue is one that definitely people, anytime I've posted about this or written an article about it or just talked about it, people are like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Tell me more. I want to know everything. And that's basically the topic of twin flames versus soulmates, these different types of soul contracts. What's the difference? Are they different? Some people use them, the terms interchangeably, like what's the purpose of these relationships? How does one manifest one versus the other? Um, What do these relationships look like? And just to kind of have a conversation really about our theories and our thoughts and our beliefs on the topic Um, Not to say that we're like twin flame soulmate experts or anything, but we've definitely had our fair share of different experiences that we can speak to. And I have a lot of theories about twin flames in general and stuff from diving into the rabbit hole that is YouTube where there's so many weird theories out there and so many like false, just like fantasy, um, just like these fantasy blueprints that they put into your mind so you get sucked into it and then you're like I want that and then when you have it it's actually like horrible and you don't want it so what I'm trying to do is essentially save people from their twin flames even though I know it's not possible because if that's how you need to learn your lessons then that's how it's gonna happen and so I can't stop anything but my hope is if there's somebody single out there listening and they have a choice between two different types of people that they go with the healthier, more stable, more mutually loving one, which would be more categorized as like the soulmate type, not the twin flame type. So yeah. we're just going to be talking about that for the next I'm su- while. A few minutes. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised we haven't had a an episode about this yet. I know we've touched on it and we've had people on that have talked about it, but we've never dedicated an episode. And I think it's really shocking uh, being who we are that we haven't talked about this, but it's good um, that we are today. And so I think the purpose of today will be to just bring our, ex- like you said, experience and knowledge to the table. You guys can decide for yourselves what you want to believe in it's an a la carte bar. You take what you want and leave the rest. <laughs> yeah, just- you don't have to believe the same things that we believe. We're just sharing perspectives that have helped us in hopes that they will help you. Love it. So where do you want to start, Miss uh, oh, Twin Flame? Man. Okay, I think we should start just by outlining like the differences, like how they feel different and how they look different, how they are different. Like what's the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame? You know, mm-hmm. like just that's what I want to know. Right. Okay. So let's start with that. So in my mind, 
Soulmates and twin flames are both a type of soul contract. So Mm -hmm. you can have kind of similar sensations of like, I feel like I've known this person before, or we're so close and I don't know why, or you have like this connection, right? Um, And I believe that it's like, before we incarnate, we make these agreements with these people, with these souls on a soul level, like, hey, I'm going to play this role. You're going to play that role. Here's how I'm going to grow. Here's how you're going to grow. Here's how this is going to help the collective. And here's the purpose of our relationship. And it's going to maybe unfold like this or whatever. Um, That's basically the same for like soulmates and twin flames, I feel like. Except the difference is with twin flames, it's extremely intense. And I find that twin flame relationships oscillate between periods of intense pain and intense pleasure. And it's like you're on a roller coaster ride. And twin flame relationships are really like what you see depicted in a lot of the Hollywood films and a lot of movies. And it's like so passionate and so spicy and so romantic. And then they're throwing hair dryers at each other and slamming the door and burning clothes. And it's just like psychotic. Like that's basically what I would say shows like a good twin flame dynamic. It's that runner chaser energy. It's that unrequited love. It's that anxious connection. Um, Is it only romance? No. Good point. And twin flames don't only have to show up in the form of romance, even though that's the context that most people put them in. And I believe that you can have more than one twin flame in your lifetime. And the more that I think about, yeah, the more that I think about it, I feel like twin flame ship is like on a scale. So you might have like some relationships that are kind of twin flamey and some that are more twin flamey. And it's not necessarily like, oh, this person is my twin flame and this person wasn't. Like I think certain relationships can have certain elements of that type of soul contract and soul agreement where I believe the agreement is to basically learn to love yourself unconditionally through loving the other person because they say that your twin flame is like the other half of your soul in another body which everybody is another part of your soul in another body if you subscribe to the belief that we're all god we're all of the same consciousness like Lindsay is me i am Lindsay, but we're different expressions of source right in different Mm -hmm. bodies so from that definition like anyone could be your twin flame but the twin flame dynamic is like this person will mirror the fuck out of you and they will trigger the fuck out of you and they will likely mirror to you your most intense wounds for the hope of helping you to heal them in an expedited um, intense process but I don't think everybody manifests their twin flame because not everybody wants to learn their lessons in that intense of a way um And I think my soul is really intense. So I've definitely had a few twin flame dynamics, but like, I know my dad and my mom, like my dad's really only ever dated like two ladies that he like took to prom and then he like married my mom and he hasn't had like that dramatic, like love ship where it's like twin flame drama from hell, like how I've experienced. And he always judges my love life. Like, how come you can't just figure it out? I'm like, it's not about figuring it out. Okay. My soul lessons are different. Apparently they're more intense. I had to learn different things in you like I'm happy that you and mom are soulmates and you found each other young and everything's worked out but maybe that just wasn't my path you know I was muted and I didn't know it um (laughs) yes it definitely sounds legit and exactly when you're describing these dynamics it definitely reminds me of my parents (laughs) who did not have that cute like let's go to prom and then get married I mean maybe they went to prom together but um then it did not like when you're describing the twin flame dynamic how it's super intense and it's dramatic and it's like mirroring each other I keep thinking back at things that my parents have said about each other and yes it sounds exactly like that like Um, what would they say well my dad would always say like we're just two alike (laughs) and uh when I would see them together, it was definitely like, no, you guys should not be together. Like it was very (laughs) clear at an early age that they were just, you know, probably better off not together um, because they had such a volatile 
connection. Yeah, it's volatile. That's a great word to explain the twin flame dynamic. If we're going to put labels on relationships, like, yeah. Yeah. It never feels stable. It always feels like it's it's being threatened by something or it's just not compatible or there's so many obstacles or it's like, why doesn't the universe want us to be together? This is my person. Like you feel (laughs) so strongly that you're like meant to be with this person, but maybe you aren't. And like, it's not to say that twin flames can't evolve into soulmates because I do believe that some Mm. relationships like that. And then the people learn the lessons that they're meant to learn. They really do start to embody unconditional love and they can transition into a more soulmate energy. But I think that that's very, very, very rare. And what I don't want is people listening to this who are obsessed with the idea of twin flames and they're Mm -hmm. obsessed with being with their twin and they just want it to work out. And right now they're like in the craziness of it all and it's not working out. And I don't want to be that person to put delusions in your mind and say, oh, you guys are just going to eventually become soulmates because like, I think that's very rare. I think what's more likely is that if you're in a twin flame dynamic, it's going to like explode and burn out just as fast as it started because yeah. speed is like a huge like factor I've found and that's what like intensifies it mm. um, it's like something that starts really fast like a whirlwind romance and then all of a sudden you're married and then all of a sudden you're divorced and you're like what the fuck just happened like was I in a tornado I don't wow. understand wow I feel like so many people can relate to that even if you don't go all the way to married like that feeling of yeah. a whirlwind where you're just like when did all of this, ha- like, how did this happen so fast? Like, I know right. people can relate. Yeah. So that's kind of the energy of the whole twin flame situation. And again, like the point of it is to help you become the person you're trying to be in a very fast way. Who you came here to way. be. Yeah. Yeah. Like your soul is asking to be more unconditionally loving. Your soul is asking to go through these challenges for a purpose of growth and expansion. But honestly, the process can be so painful and heartbreaking because a lot of the time it's like, oh, my twin doesn't want to be with me or my twin left me or sometimes they want to be with me and sometimes they don't want to be with me. And then you get stuck in that runner chaser dynamic. And then you get addicted to the possibility because it's like when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it's really bad. It's literally like how you get addicted to gambling. Sometimes you win, sometimes you don't, but you never actually know when you're going to win. So you just keep playing, hoping that you will win. That's a great but metaphor. There's nothing you can count on for certain. Like it never feels like trustworthy. It doesn't really feel reliable or steady. It just doesn't feel like something you can count on. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely checking some boxes of people I know. One person in particular that would be, <laughs> and it's not my husband, so don't freak out. He's actually the most stable thing I think I've probably ever had. Able, able, um, able, able. Yes, able, able. Which is funny because all his usernames. You guys are gonna go troll him now. Please do. Is label able because. Able, 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 able. And he's just like, it sounds cool. So he just, it's label. Label, able. That's so dorky. I love it. He's such a dork. I love him. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, those, that criteria you just described is like, um, oh man, yes, absolutely. There's one person in my life that I've always had a crazy relationship with and still do. And it's exactly like you described. Like, you never know if it's going to be good, but it's mostly one sided. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the the instability and the the sense of like drama and I guess what's the word the the volatileness mm-hmm. of it all is one sided. And I'm pretty even keel when it comes to this person. So I it, would that does that make sense? I don't know because someone asked me the other day too. Like, well, can one person be someone's twin flame and the other person isn't like the other twin per se? Oh, like, that's interesting. Like, if you were his twin flame, but like he wasn't yours or something. Yeah. Um. And honestly, like, I don't know that. I I don't know. I think that any yeah. relationship can have a sort of twin flame flavor to it, <laughs> depending yeah. on the person. Um, and depending on what lessons need to be learned and what soul contracts are at play behind the scenes. And yeah, so I feel I like know. if it, if it is that dynamic, I feel I'm, I'm definitely the person that's helping them learn lessons more than they're helping me learn lessons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's so comp. It's so weird. 
Yeah. The whole thing is just crazy. Like <laughs> in a universe where anything's possible, anything's literally possible. Like I've definitely had three twin flame experiences that I can definitely be like, yeah, they were all kind of in that same category. Actually, maybe even four. And my friend James, who's a shaman who I've worked with a bunch. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, I'm like always talking about him because I do. He was like on the show. With him. He was on our show. We did an episode with him. He says that people can have up to seven twin flames in one lifetime. And I'm just like, fuck that shit. I mean, at least I'm like four sevenths of the way there if that was the worst case scenario for me, which I hope it's not. But I'm just like, dang. Because a lot of teachers out there will say, oh, you only have one twin flame and you're meant to be with them and you guys have to work it out so you can both unconditionally love each other. And it's like, if you're in an abusive relationship, whether right. it's emotional or physical, you have no um, like responsibility or obligation to work it out with that person who is abusing you. If you're in an abusive relationship, you need to get out, not and we're work just it out. Obviously, talking about you know physical, sexual, and emotional abuse, which are all. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's more mental abuse. Um, I mean, any type of abuse, psychological abuse, manipulative, like there's so many ways that abuse can show up. And yeah, if you're in a toxic relationship and the other person is not willing to look at the dynamic and both work together to make it more healthy and happy for both of you, then yeah, run. And maybe (laughs) that's your test. Maybe your test isn't to stay and make this person better. Maybe your test is to love yourself enough to GTFO. Yeah. The the life (laughs) lesson here could be like, you need to pick yourself over this relationship because this relationship is hurting you and the ultimate act of self-love is to leave. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. (laughs) Dang, that was intense. Okay, let's take a little break from the intensity for a second and talk about Green Chef because we're really loving this food. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you can segue, but let's just talk about it because it is actually- I just did segue. I'm amazing at this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, talk about it. Okay, so Green Chef is um, a really awesome USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. So it's essentially a meal kit where they deliver food to your house and everything that you need for the recipe is included and it's really fun and easy to cook with them. And it gets delivered right to your door. So you don't have to do the grocery shopping, which actually helps you to save waste because a lot of times when we go grocery shopping, we overbuy. Mm-hmm. And this way you're only taking the food that you actually need, which is awesome. Um, they have some of the healthier meal plans that I've seen compared to other meal kits, which we really like. Yeah. And I mean, I don't They have. have- well, they have all kinds of meal plans. There's paleo, there's yeah. plant power, there's keto, there's balanced living. Kelsey and I got uh, what's the family plan, I believe it's called, and we got because I have kids and Kelsey's. A I'm child. really picky eater. <laughs> she I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like these. The foods, taste of a child. Pick the little one for little kids. I think I'll like it, and I did. I liked everything that was in it. Yeah, I just love that everything is prepped already. Even down to the measurements, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of cooking. And so this makes it so much easier. And me and my husband actually made a little night of it where we cooked it together. And it was so cute because we haven't done that since before we had kids. We used to cook together all the time. And this is allowing us the ability to do that again. Um, It's so easy. It's so quick. Cleanup is a breeze. And I mean, my kids loved it too. So win, win, win for me. I love it. If you guys want to Oh, I was going to say the other thing that I love about it is that it's the most sustainable meal kit because they offset 100% of their direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box. Yes. Awesome. Also awesome. (laughs) If you guys want to use this and try this, you definitely should. We did, and we love it. You guys can use code VIBIN80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. You just need to go to greenchef.com slash V-I-B-I-N 80 to redeem and to get more details on Green Chef. Pretty cool. Oh, once again, use code VIBIN80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Greenchef.com slash VIBIN80. Really cool, guys. We don't always plan these out, and I feel like it's just so much better when we just kind of go for it. I mean, we're just being our natural, authentic selves, you know? Yes. 
which talking is talking about the things that we like because that's what we do. We like, like things and they work for us and then we recommend them to you guys because we want everyone to have things in their life that they like. Exactly. And we actually do get a lot of feedback with people like email us and be like, thank you for suggesting this. I won't stop buying it now or it's become part of my routine. <laughs> and yeah, awesome. we just love it. Yes. So back to the twin flame and soulmate debacle here. Debate. <laughs> the, out, highlighting the differences so you mm-hmm. can maybe identify which you would prefer. Because I think a lot of people hear the term twin flame and they think, ooh, flame, it's sexy, it's seductive, that's what I want, that sounds Passionate, spicy. Yeah. And yeah, it has that. But you know what? That also comes with a side of drama plus some anxiety, like toxic patterns on top of that plus like will probably fuck you up in ways that are meant to heal you plus like you're not probably gonna have a very fun time (laughs) okay so what I want to say is I think it's safe to say Kels that if a twin flame or what something someone you suspect could possibly be a twin flame for you it's not by accident so let's say it does it, it happens for a reason. So what should someone do to ride that wave of like, yes, I can take as much out of this relationship as I possibly can without sinking in the undertow and dying? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the whole point is kind of to sink if you're meant to sink. So honestly, like the best advice I can give is like, if you're already in it, like just commit to the process, like commit to it, like let it break you open. If that's what needs to happen, that's what's going to happen. Um, I'm not going to tell you to just run from it because if you do and you're still a vibrational match to that you're just gonna manifest a different body but the same scenario so it's gonna be like a new face same thing so like if you keep manifesting really toxic partners that's a surefire sign that you need to turn inward and look at your relationship with yourself because ultimately whether you're attracting a soulmate or a twin flame is going to depend solely on your relationship with yourself because that's what these relationships are here to help you heal and here to help you grow because all relationships are a direct reflection of how you relate with yourself because everybody else is a different part of you. So if you have a toxic relationship with yourself, there's a good chance you're going to manifest a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. playing out in real life and this is not the law of attraction being evil its purpose is to help you to like notice what's going on in the physical which is the way that we take things in as 3d humans we notice what's going on in our life so that if you don't like it you can make the proper adjustments like you might not even be conscious of the ways that you're treating yourself horribly right but when it plays out with you and your partner you're fucking conscious of that shit <laughs> and then you can ask yourself well, how do I do this to myself? Because Mm -hmm. like, perfect example, in one of my past twin flame relationships, I manifested a man who was extremely depressed and extremely anxious. And it was like the universe's way of being like, well, if you can't love the parts of you that are extremely depressed and anxious, we're going to deliver them to you through this person so that you can learn how to love them. And you're going to love them maybe externally, but you're still going to love them. And that's you loving yourself by loving him. But Mm. then that came with this whole slew of problems because when you're with someone who's mentally ill, obviously that's not ideal for a healthy, compatible partnership. And I'm not saying don't be with people who have mental disorders. Almost everybody does to a certain degree. (laughs) But I'm saying like whatever is happening inside of you is going to be reflected to you in the dynamic. So oftentimes what happens is that it's like the twin flame relationship can prepare you for the soulmate relationship because it teaches Mm -hmm. you unconditional love and how to love yourself. And once you have that more peaceful relationship with all the parts within yourself, that's when you're a match to the soulmate, which is a more harmonious, more mutually loving, more relaxed, more reliable, more trustworthy type of relationship. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about that. Okay. So everything we're talking about when it, well, Kelsey is explaining so wonderfully (laughs) about uh, what you should do in a twin flame relationship and when it's okay to stay in it. And as she said, let it break you open and really 
love yourself unconditionally and themselves, them as well. Uh, again, we want to just make sure that it's very clear that if it's a danger to you, don't stay, you know, yeah, if, if that's not, I don't think a twin flame is manifested I mean, to abuse you. The contract is nullified once right. abuse comes into play. And right. something that Matt Kahn made very clear on this amazing YouTube video that I'll have to link to in the show notes, but it was about twin flames, soulmates, soul contracts, and he explained it so beautifully and the purpose of all of them. And honestly, after I was like abandoned basically by my twin, I watched this video like three times and I cried every time because I resonated so deeply with what he was saying. I remember those days. You remember when I was like, crying every other day you just on the keep phone. watching YouTube? Yes. <laughs> over and over. on YouTube like, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand this twin flame dynamic. What am I supposed to learn? I don't get it. It was bad, you guys. Lindsay can vouch for me. And nowadays, how many times do I come to you crying on the phone? Not that often. Almost. I don't ever. even remember the last time. Just know that he basically <laughs> this last one left you at the restaurant with the bill and you just had to figure out what happened that's a good <laughs> analogy but not strong enough but yeah, it's not strong analogy. enough no it was way worse but yeah she you were basically like having to pick up okay he flipped the table first and <laughs> spilled all the drinks <laughs> and you have to clean it up and pay the tab and figure out what the heck just happened that's because right. here's my analogy my yeah. analogy is we're both standing at the top of a staircase and I'm like, hey, here's a fun game. How about you put me in this box and then you push it down the stairs as hard as you can and we'll just see how I end up at the end. <laughs> With no padding, no helmet, let's go. Let's fucking do this shit. <laughs> and then at the end, I'm at the, end of the bottom of the staircase like my neck is broken. Everything hurts. My fingers are bent backwards. I'm all Everything hurts. I, I need to turn on YouTube. <laughs> What does YouTube have to say about broken bones? Anyway. I need an explanation. I don't understand. So how did he, so how did he, yeah. So how did he describe, uh, what were you going to say about, what was his name? Matt Kahn? Yeah. Yeah. Matt Kahn. And he said something. Spiritual teachers. Because I mentioned, you know, when abuse comes into play, it nullifies the contract. So what, yes. what were you going to say about that? What did you oh, have to say? Oh, I was just going to say that Matt Kahn always says that. And I just love oh. most of the things that he says. So listen to that talk and it will be reiterated that if you're in um, something that is hurting you, that you need to leave. You, that's where you don't like, oh, let's tough it out so I can learn my yeah. lessons. No. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Never, ever what the plan was that was never the plan <laughs> so let's talk about like the other side after the storm of the twin flame then comes the rainbow which i would say is like the soulmate so in your opinion Lindsay, what's like your definition of a soulmate and give some examples of what it feels like so okay so i uh there, now I don't, I'm, I'm having trouble coming to terms with the idea if there's a difference between mm -hmm your soul group or cluster, which would ideally be close uh, family members, your, your children, that aspect versus soul mate, who is mate being the person that you mate with <laughs> or like stay with or is your partner, right? Um, so I don't know, the, the jury's out, you guys make your own conclusions, but um, a soul mate for me, I believe definitely you can have more than one. And I believe that we're uh, agree. There's an agreement before we come here that, you know, I'm going to be yours for a little bit of time or forever. Well, it's always a little bit of time, whether or not it's forever right. on the earth plane or not. Um, it is for a little bit of time to, to nurture and to support and to love and to just be that like sense of home, right? That's how I kind of feel like it is. And I know like coming out of like silly relationships or ones that didn't really matter in the end or things that broke my heart, but now I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, that was for the best. Um, the difference between those relationships <clears throat> and I've had, I, I believe I've had soulmates in this life that were only supposed to be around for a temporary amount of yeah. time. Um, but the difference between them and and my husband, it it was just so easy. I was truly myself, authentically. Um, I didn't feel weird necessarily being vulnerable with him because I always felt like no matter what, he would have my back, he would support me, and he would be like my biggest fan. You know what I mean? And it's like, 
And then, you know, definitely in the beginning, it was so weird because when we were dating, I would always know the difference because when, when we would like hold hands or like he'd touch my arm, there was a legit every time, like a, an electric shock every time he would touch me. And I've never had that ever in my life. And I'm not just talking sexually, definitely energetically, whenever we would come into physical contact, it would be like, boom, like something electrons would fire off and be some crazy like chemical reaction that I was like, okay, this is different. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just been different ever since. Like, it's just been different and safe and he could be him. Well, of course we bicker and fight, but generally speaking, we can be ourselves and we feel safe to be ourselves and we feel safe to like be around each other and say stupid things or have inside jokes or just be supported and loved. Um, and I like how you guys said that you always had that spark from the beginning because with soulmates and twin flames, you're always going to have a connection. You're always going to have chemistry. And yeah. I think the way that I explain twin flames can make it seem like, oh, that's the passionate, exciting one. And like soulmates are super boring and you don't have chemistry with them, which is not true. Like it's really fun. You do yeah. have chemistry. You do have passion, but it's, it's safe. not, it's not something that is like an explosion. It's more like something that builds over time. Yeah. Wouldn't you it's agree? Not, it's like, like something you can rely on and uh-huh. it's consistent. Yeah. Like I, I feel like with a twin flame, you have to be like an adrenaline junkie. Yes. You, but with, people who are in twin flame dynamics are literally addicted to drama. And I was one of those people. If these were, nice. if, if these were like vacations, right. The twin flame would be like the death drop roller coaster. <laughs> and <laughs> the the shout out to Cedar Point in the Millennium Force because that roller coaster was like the scariest thing. It's it's in Ohio. If you haven't, I you know. Have to I was go, like, Kel. why is she talking about Cedar Point? That's because it was a, I was obsessed as a kid. But the soulmate is more like you're just laying on the beach and enjoying the sunset with a cocktail. Yeah, it's like so much better. Like a soulmate is like an exhale, and the twin flame is like an inhale. Like you have this anxiety, but a lot of people misinterpret the anxiety as like butterflies. And they're like, oh, I have butterflies. This is good. But really like if you feel so nervous around this person, is that good? All the time. Yeah. Like how guarded are you? If you're constantly in in like fight or flight mode or like in your your defense mechanisms, check yourself because that's not a soulmate. Um, I just felt, you know, they always say like, it just feels easy and you don't know until you know, but like it, it's in the spark. I was like, are you forget? There's an, there's an actual spark. Come on. This isn't real. It was so weird. But every single time I was like, oh, shock. Oh, shock. It was so weird. But um, yeah, it just felt, so, that's the biggest thing I could say. It just felt so easy. I didn't have to say the right thing. I didn't have to be a certain way. I didn't have to change anything about myself. It was, mm-hmm. it's, it's just such a good breath of fresh air and it yeah. has been for 10 years. <laughs> I think people who are your soulmates feel like home, you know, yes. that's like the way to describe There's, them, there's like, definitely a familiar feeling. Yeah. It's for like sure. familiarity, like a comfort, like a trust, like, oh, I just love this person. Like, I don't know why. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe you guys have been soulmates for a long ass time and maybe you've reincarnated a bunch together. In and I'm about to get and- real weird with it. Do it. So buckle up, everyone. <laughs> but my second son, Jack, for sure, we have been either like contemporaries, like colleagues. We've been on the same level before because he feels about me like so familiar, like on an energetic level. He's just like, like he'll look me right in my eyes and like touch my face. Oh. And he's said before, like when he was littler, he said something about us being married before. I was like, oh, you're oh. cute. You just think you're going to marry everyone. But there would there are times where he'll be like, I can't believe I'm in my life. And I'm like, what? And then this other time that really stuck out to me, we were at our babysitter's house for like a barbecue or something. And he looks at me and he goes, Mommy, remember when we were here before, but we looked different and now we look like this? What? And I was like, I was like, <laughs> but every time I try to like indulge him, of course, he's just like, it's nothing to him. He'll just yeah, say it. He doesn't but care. of course, all my children are like in my soul cluster and I feel super close to them. And I know I've been with them before, but with Jack, it's like, I don't know. It's so weird. When he was brand new, he would look into your soul and everybody said it. He'd be like, I feel yeah. like he's looking into me. I'm like, I know this one's, this one's going to be, <laughs> he's I don't a special know, one. <laughs> he's, he's, this one's going to be special. He's a firecracker. 
but he just, he'll say things. And yesterday he got so mad and he said, why is my life so hard? No. Or why is this life so hard? And I was like, what? Like specifically, why is this life so hard? I'm like, honey, just because you don't get what you want, it's not going to (laughs) work out like that. You're not going to just get what you want usually, but if you're going to remember all the bad stuff, don't forget about the good stuff. And I have to remind him like, think of all your favorite things to do. And you know, he just gets so sad. But anyway, definitely he's one of my soulmates and I don't know how, but he definitely is. And I, and that's what I was going to talk about in this segment too, is that soulmates specifically can be, uh, and twin flames too, but they can be family members. They can be Mm -hmm. best friends. They can be they can be people that show up in your life for 15 minutes. They can be your because pets. Because that was their purpose. They can be your pets. Exactly. Um, they just, they, they come in to give you a very specific boost, I guess, into the, into the evolution of your soul and then they out. But however long they stay depends on what you need them for, I guess. I feel like soulmates are like medicine, but like <laughs> yeah. the kind that doesn't taste really bad. And then like twin flames are like medicine, but- Twin flames are like maybe they're more like a like an intense detox. So you have mm. to drink like all these nasty things, and then you just like have diarrhea. I love it. And then like you're <laughs> a, a new person at the end. Diarrhea for three days. <laughs> oh, really quick aside. So when I was before I had kids, I would tell everyone that would listen, I can't wait to have children so they can tell me about their past lives. It's a thing for me. I'm obsessed. So whenever my kids say it, I try to indulge them, but they don't think that it's a big deal. So very rarely do I get them to expand on the idea. That being said, if you guys are watching this on Patreon or if you're listening to this on a podcast, please email me with crazy things your kids have said because I cannot get enough of it. Um, And we can talk about it because kids are amazing and I want to hear it all. So Okay, tell them the email. uh, The email is hi.vibin.it.show at (laughs) gmail.com. Uh, it's a high vibe in it show, but just put a, put a spirit, uh, a period between each, each, um, what's the word word. Yeah. You know, the words, words. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word word, um, <laughs> high dot vibe and dot it dot show, or you can just go Lindsay at lindsayrobinson.com if it's easier or Kelsey at Kelsey Aida, but let me know. Cause I really want to hear about this. This is so interesting to me. Um, but anyway, yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. All your kids are so cute. I just can't get over them. I love when I FaceTime you and they answer the phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or when they call you, I think they called you once the baby did. Probably. So funny. I'm like, oh, but yeah. calling me. it must be important. <laughs> and it's like your two-year-old. <laughs> You're just pushing buttons, being oh, crazy. That's amazing. Anyway. Okay. Let's talk about better help. Yes, let's do it. Better help is an amazing resource for accessing therapists and counselors online. So you don't even have to go into the office anymore. And you don't even have to be limited to the practitioners that are in your region or your city or your neighborhood, because now you can access lots of talented professionals from all over the world using BetterHelp, which is something that I think is amazing because if you need a specialist in a certain realm and there's not any near you, now you can just access them through BetterHelp. So it's really cool. Yes, BetterHelp wants you to feel better today and start feeling happier. So if you guys want to try this, betterhelp.com slash vibin, that's better, H-E-L-P.com slash V-I-B-I-N and join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. One more time, betterhelp.com slash vibin to get 10% off your first month. Yeah, BetterHelp is amazing, you guys. You know that Lindsay and I have both used it, and we love it, and we recommend it. And we're always telling people to go to therapy so you don't manifest your twin flame. (laughs) Go or so you you, don't need to. Or if you've recently been in a twin flame dynamic and you're at the bottom of the stairs laying in pieces, like how I was, that's also a good time to invest in some therapy. Okay, let me let me edit my analogy. You're at a restaurant. He flips the table. He throws a drink in your face and he pushes you down and then he leaves. Is that better? <laughs> well, you forgot the part where he spits on me. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spits. Okay. Yeah. 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 Punches okay. you in the face and then leaves. Yeah. No, we are not We're getting closer. physical violence ever. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We're just laughing at my. <sighs> I'm just, I, I, I knew this would happen when it happened, but 
And at the time, of course, it's always easier for friends and family to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Like everyone around me knew it was really bad except me because I was in this delusion of like, this is my person. We're supposed to figure out this hard time and be together and blah, blah, blah. And this is how we grow. And it's so romantic. We're going to grow together. And then uh, just... No. Well, and on the flip side, <laughs> when you were going through all the heart, like when he actually was pieced out and yeah. there was no chance of him ever inflicting himself on you again. Um, sorry. I, I knew at the time I was like, she definitely needs this. This is going to be for her benefit. Like I knew it at the time, but I couldn't tell you that. I can be like, just buck up. It'll be fine right. because right. no one wants to hear that when they're hurting, but it's a lot easier for people around you and I think this is true in most cases to be, to be objective and to see it for what it really is the bad and the good you know the bad part meaning like this guy's probably not good for you <laughs> and the good side being like you're gonna be so happy in like a few months <laughs> yeah and it's crazy because I'll never forget the first day when I met him I had this intuitive ping like in my soul I was like this person's gonna be so important for me but I misinterpreted that as like, this is my person for life. Like we're supposed yeah. to be together forever. Cause I had this excitement like rushing in my body. And it was true that he was important for me in my journey because that's how I was able to become this self-love queen through the hardship of that dynamic and all the ways that he treated me nasty were really just ways that I was treating myself nasty. And I had to address that and heal those mm. things. But now on the other side, like being with a soulmate, like I think of when I meet my part, when I met my partner now for the first time, I felt like we were just best friends, like from day one, like it yes. felt really like, oh my gosh, we can talk about anything. I can totally be myself. Like this feels really good. Like it's happy. Um, I don't feel like I have to be perfect all the time. Like I did before. I don't have that weird nervous excitement of like, this is my person where you're like obsessed with them. Right. And I, I, I want to ask you this real quick, because I feel like with a soulmate, you do feel like you're on the same level. Like no one is higher or above the other. There's no sense of like, he loves me more than I love him or I love him more than he loves me. Do you find yeah. that that was true with he who must not be named? Was there a sense of like <laughs> I love someone, someone was always above or trying to get one over on the other? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cause it goes back yeah. to that runner chaser dynamic and it's that unrequited love. So it's like when you are so in love with that person and they're like not about it or they run away or they have, um, a, what's it called? The attachment style where they, um, run mine's anxious attachment. So I'm the opposite. I'm always like the chaser, but um, what is it called? Emotional unavailability. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. So it's like at one point in the dynamic, it was always like me pining for the love or him pining for the love. Yeah. It was, there was never like a day where we we're both just mutually like in love. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was just that constant back and forth. And then like with my partner now, we've grown together in love and through the whole time, like we've always respected each other. We started building like a solid friendship from day one. Like the title soulmates says it all because it's like a type of mate. It's a type of friend, right. it's a type of companion. Um, and then twin flames also says it all like how volatile. Notice they don't say sounds. twin flame mate. It yeah. doesn't say twin flame mate <laughs> or mate flame or twin mate. It says twin flame for better and most of the time for worse. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting because when I met my partner now, like it just felt natural. Like everything mm. about it felt natural. I felt like I could be myself. I felt like I really admired and respected this person and just really like loved him for who he was and not like this illusion that of like yeah. who I wanted him to be. Or like, I feel like with my twin, I always like loved him for who he was as at his core, because I believe everyone is good and innocent at their core. But I like loved the potential of him and not like the reality of him. And I right. was always like, oh, God, well, it's going to get we better. All been there? Haven't it's going to get been better. There? He's going to change. I'm married to his potential, but you cannot be with people for their potential. You have to be with them for how they're showing up. And like mm -hmm. with my partner now, he's always been really reliable, really trustworthy. He pursued me from the beginning in a really consistent way. There wasn't any like running and chasing. It was just like, I feel like a really balanced, like masculine and feminine dynamic of like right. courtship. Which is important to you. Yeah, totally. 
and everybody has different things that are your criteria for how you would like to be pursued or how you right. would like to be in a relationship. And the soulmate already knows that on some level, and they will be compatible with that part as well. You don't have to teach or train your soulmate necessarily. Um, although I will say a little bit of a, a caveat to that is my husband does leave his socks on the floor. And I don't <laughs> like it. Okay. And that's a small thing. But. Disclaimer, no relationship is going to be perfect. <laughs> right. Any relationship you're in, there's going to be miscommunications. There's going to be fighting. There's going to be times when you're more in love and less in love. That's a given. What I'm saying is, if the twin flame relationship is 90% pain and 10% pleasure, right. the soulmate relationship is like 90% pleasure, 10% pain. Ex oh, that's beautiful. There you go. You cannot expect perfection. We to came to out Earth. Which one you're in. <laughs> and here's the thing we came to Earth in the pursuit of imperfection. And so it's going to be imperfect, and you need to find the beauty in that. And there is lots of beauty in imperfection. Yeah. And there, I think. I just out of preference would prefer to grow now in some more subtle, gentle ways that yeah. are maybe it takes me longer to learn or maybe it happens over a longer time span, but I would rather do that than the whole burn up in flames, mm -hmm. transform and rebirth over and over and over again and to, to the point of exhaustion. Um, Cause I was like, basically like dead on the inside after that relationship. And now I feel like, so that relationship, I felt like it drained me of all my energy and I was always being sucked dry. And now in my relationship, I feel like it gives me more energy and I'm yes. always being filled up. Yes, that is good. That's a good thing to touch on. How drained do you feel in these relationships? That's how you know versus how fulfilled draining yeah. versus fulfilling. Oh, I like that. And it's cool because like my partner now reflects to me all my best parts, like my kindness and my love and my support yeah. and my encouragement and my inner cheerleader and all these amazing parts that I've like really become more intimate with. And I just love about myself. And I was working on loving those parts before I met him. And then they like manifest into this actual person who's just like me, but in the, all the best ways, not all the worst ways. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So the twin flame reflects parts of you that you need to look at and love, probably the parts you don't want to look at and love. And the soulmate will reflect parts of you that you that you are joyful about loving and that you welcome in and that you are proud of. Yeah, I would say that's true to varying degrees. You know, every relationship is There's no hard and, and fast rules. Yeah, yeah, there's no rules here. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. Mm -hmm. But if I had to choose one, if God was like, would you rather have your soulmate or your twin flame? I'd be like, a soulmate, please, all day long. I'm done with <laughs> twin flames. Like, let's do this the way that is fun and enjoyable and is mutual and is gentle and is kind and is compassionate. Mm -hmm. And is, I mean, like with me and my partner now, we spend like at least 50% of our time just like giggling and having yeah. fun and playing around and loving each other. And if we do have any sort of miscommunications or anything, we always come closer after it doesn't like push us apart. I like that. I like it too. As we're all <laughs> it's taking, such a relief. we're taking a collective moment to reflect on all the relationships <laughs> we've ever had and what criteria they fall under. And then there's just randos who don't fall into either category and are just serving their own purpose. <laughs> Yeah, and then on their own say, time. And then people say that there's karmic relationships where yeah. you're playing out karma from past lives, which I only partially subscribe to because I feel like not that much stuff carries over from past lives. Like I don't want people to believe that they're like tied to their past karma. Like that is so limited. I I kind yucky. of agree. Yes, I kind of agree with that. Now, can we unwittingly carry over fears, doubts, and cycles from past lives? Sure, of course. And also there's also DNA. Um, parent, parental and ancestral memories that are in your DNA changing on a cellular level, the structure of your body and mind. Yes. And that's a whole other can of worms, but I, I agree with you that I don't feel like the past life karma is as profound as we have, as we have made it. Um, because we do go through a cleansing after we go back home and go back into like the, the perfect, uh, ethereal, ethereal plane. We do go through a soul cleansing where we reflect and we figure out where we went wrong and what we did good and who we loved and who we hurt. We do that in that space. 
um, we come back here to learn more. And so if we're taking tests that we failed with us, I don't, I just don't think we do that as often as we might think that we do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Word. Also, a book recommendation is coming to mind. Um, I'll give that on the Patreon. Lindsay, don't let me forget. Ooh, and I have two as well. Ooh, okay. I'm pretty cool. sure I've talked about them like so many times. Ooh, so. Okay, okay. We have good <laughs> book recommendations coming to you on the Patreon. So sign up there if you're not already. But um, let's talk a little bit about our new skincare tip to Yay! take a little pause. I was waiting for this one. Because we're really loving this brand, you guys. It's called Biosance. It's a top seller at Sephora, and they make this really awesome night serum that exfoliates your skin overnight and helps with your pores. It shrinks them. It helps with your wrinkles. It makes those go away. I mean, it's like legitimately awesome, and it smells like lavender to help you relax before you sleep, um, and it feels really good going on. It's super moisturizing. Yeah, it boosts the skin cells renewal process. And I know if you're me, you need that. Wait, <laughs> like me. Tell them what it's called. Okay, you have to say it though. I can't. Say <laughs> I feel it. like I always say it weird. Squalane and lactic Squalane acid resurfacing. And lactic acid resurfacing serum. There you go. Night serum. Night serum. We're nailing this. <laughs> Squalane and lactic acid resurfacing night serum boosts your skin's renewal process as you sleep. And people who've tried it showed a hundred percent visible reduction in the appearance of fine lines and no, wrinkles. No, you have oh, to say a hundred percent. Hundred percent of, of users showed visible reductions. Obviously, this product is not going to get rid of all of your wrinkles overnight because that would be crazy, and you would probably look scary if you had no wrinkles and you're meant to have some wrinkles. But it helps right? reduce your wrinkles in every single person who's tried it. So important distinction. And a hundred percent of users showed improvements in the appearance of pores overnight, and I have nice. definitely. No noticed because I have big pores. Thanks dad. And they look <laughs> so much better. Um, the serum combines vegan lactic acid and squalane made entirely from sustainably sourced sugar cane. And if you guys want to try this, you get 20% off your pr next purchase with the code Vibin. So go to Biosance, that's B-I-O-S-S-A-N-C-E.com for 20% off your next purchase with code Vibin, V-I-B-I-N. I think that's the best one we've ever done. Love it. So back to these different types of soul contracts. Ultimately, when we say, oh, I want to meet my future husband or whatever, what you're really trying to say is I want to manifest my soulmate. The annoying yeah. thing is that you have to have a good relationship with yourself first in order to manifest your soulmate, which is why people are always saying love yourself first before you manifest mm. a relationship. And I know you're tired of hearing that. And it's not to say that you can't be in a relationship while you're learning to love yourself, right? So don't deprive yourself of a relationship if that's what you really want, just because you feel like you're not healed enough or evolved enough or ready enough. Um, but just know that like whatever's going on inside of you is going to be reflected to you in your relationship. So keep that in mind and use your relationships as a tool in that way. Like if you go back to the episode we just did with Brandon Bozarth, we talked a lot about this and how relationships are mirrors and how to create miracles in the context of your relationships. So definitely go back to listen to that. And also if you're someone who's like, oh, I want to manifest my soulmate, go back to our episode with Crystal Eram. She's an yes. amazing dating coach and she talks about how she manifested her husband in like six months or whatever. And it's a crazy awesome story. And she will tell you straight up like, the twin flame things to like use as red flags and the soulmate things to use as green lights. Yes. Essentially really good at that. you just want somebody and I'm speaking for you because I know this is true for everybody. We just want somebody who's going to bring out the best in us as we will bring out the best in them. Um, I've had relationships where they've brought out the worst in me and I don't like it. And I would much <laughs> rather be in a relationship where I can value, um, this body, this soul, this person that I am, and likewise honor and love my partner's soul and, you know, the person that he is as well. And that's really what a soulmate does. That's what yeah. You want. It's like, don't you want to be in something mutual where Harmonious. you're both in love with each other? Yeah. Something balanced, something 
harmonious, something yummy, something that evolves over time, something that's sustainable. The twin flame dynamic is just like a crash and burn. Like it's not sustainable. It's so volatile. Like you're going to get pooped. It either needs to transition or it needs to go. Um, but soulmates, yeah, that's something that you can like prolong and build and enjoy over a lifetime. Like those are the people that you want to choose as like life partners because they're probably going to be the ones who love you back and want to work with you and want to build something together. And I feel like it's more of a teammate energy as opposed to before it's like every man for himself in the relationship. We're at war. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of is. Feels like that some days. (laughs) So basically in summary, soulmates are where it's at, not to poop on twin flames. Obviously there's immense value to those relationships, but I would never want one ever again. So Jesus, please hear me when I say (laughs) no more of those. (laughs) Well, and I'm interested to hear what you guys think as well. I know I always say this, but if you're on our Patreon, let us know what you guys think a twin flame is, or if you have an experience with a twin flame, or if you guys um, have a different theory, we want to hear about it. Head over to the Patreon and tell us, or of course you can just email us i'm not giving the email again because it's too long to say but hit rewind and you'll get it and it's probably going to be in the show notes but we always want to get this conversation going and keep it going so let us know yes and before we go i have a super exciting and important announcement if you follow me on instagram you already know because i've been talking about it for a few days but guess fucking what what kels Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. I am hosting my second annual Radical Self-Love Retreat. So if you're someone who keeps manifesting twin flames, that's probably a tell Mm. sign that you need a little more self-love in your life, which you can learn on the beach in Mexico with me and a bunch of other wonderful women. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I missed the last one. It looked so fun. It was so fun. We did it luckily in February before the whole end of the world happened. And it was amazing. We spent five days in paradise. We cried, we laughed, we ate great food. We laid out by the pool. We rode ATVs in the mountains. Like this is not your typical like spiritual is that, retreat. Is that your soulmate? <laughs> it's one of Ding. my soulmate friends. <laughs> and it's three. When, it, when is this? When is this happening? So this retreat is happening January 15th, 2021. So and now that's assuming it's safe. Right. And for according all the haters. to the astrology, things are supposed to be settled down by then. And I think everything oh, will be good. My intuition's telling me it's going to be fine. And I do have a backup date. So worst case scenario, if it doesn't work out, then we're just going to push it a little bit to a different yeah. date so that everyone that signs up can still come. And regardless of COVID nonsense or whatever's happening, we still want to have a good time and live our lives. And obviously it's going to be a small group, so it's going to be safe. Let's say worst case scenario, if we can't ride ATVs or whatever, we can stay in the house and get Reiki done. Like I have so many fun things planned. I'm so excited. So if you're interested in joining me this time around, I think it'll be a good opportunity to get out after being in quarantine, like most of the year, (laughs) then go to kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat and scroll all the way down to the sales page and you'll see a button that says to book a call with me and fill out a quick application and then we can talk about it and see if it would be a good fit see if i can help you on your self-love journey um and all that jazz so yeah so fun one of these times i will join kelsey but i have little kids and i have a hard time leaving them so one of these times we will do we've talked about it before we will do a retreat together a little hypnosis little self-love transformational journeys That'll be fun. But yeah, guys, go to KelseyAida.com slash retreat. The last one was a huge success. And as as long as everything is safe to do it, you guys deserve a little self-love. So go do it. Yeah. So with that being said, we love you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing. Please share this episode with anyone who's in the dark about twin flames because I feel like there's so much misinformation Mm. out there and false hope being spread. And then it just crushes you even more when it doesn't work out. And I want to be the person to like guide you through this terrible time. (laughs) So please share this with people if you feel that they need it. I know when I was going through my whole twin flame fiasco that there was a few people in my life, like girlfriends in particular, who were going through the same thing at the same time. And I felt such a camaraderie with them because I was like, finally, somebody understands the Mm -hmm. psychotic nature of this relationship. Like what is going on? So definitely share. 
Um, and also I wish for everyone to enjoy a long, happy life with their soulmates. And yeah, anything else? I think that says all of it. I think that was amazing. Yes, we absolutely do love you guys. We're going to head over to Patreon and keep this party going. You want to draw cards today? I think we should. Yeah, let's pull a card. Okay, cool. We're going to pull an Oracle card on the Patreon. We will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you and we're always hanging out in there. So we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.